1: Shouldn't you be at work?
2: Anderson! Off the line by Wegley and turned in
1: by Bruce! The stracker gets the corner in, Bruce! Top corner! Bruce arriving and Bruce scoring!
3: Now it's going to be Brian Robson floating in there towards
1: Steve Bruce! And it's in there! Sharp gets another go. Two decoy runs and Steve Bruce scores! So Nigel Spink... Against Steve Bruce and Bruce wins it, and United are ahead.
4: Now you
3: know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly? Yes or no? Yes.
2: Only oh, oh, Hutton. No. Hello and welcome to Chapter Three of Striker. We are back again—the the full chapter by chapter review of the infamous Steve Bruce novel. I'm Chris Scull. Joining me, Josh Whitaker. Hello. Michael Marden is back. Hello. And so is our resident literary expert,
3: Ivo Graham. Hello, Chris. Um, Now, on the uh, forum, which uh, we have, if you haven't taken part, it's genuinely a great read. I'm really enjoying it. And... Lovely spirit about it, I think. Lovely spirit. I particularly enjoy the Endless 90s Football Quiz, which you'd love, Ivo. Go on. So, one of them asks a question. Whoever gets it right then asks the next question. And it passes on and there's a running score.
4: Right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Really nice.
3: There's a thread called Steve Barnes the Movie, started by James EYFS. So, he suggests, because obviously Steve Bruce is too old to play Steve Barnes. Right. He suggests Lee Ryan from Blue. Which I don't think is a good suggestion uh, That's a bit rogue Danny T says a young Robson Green would be an excellent choice
4: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> lovely yeah. That's yes. Robson, Robson Green That's really nice Yeah, I can't picture Robson Green From Robson uh, and Jerome Robson okay. So Elwood Red
3: So I've thought about this And I don't think it should be a straight Steve Barnes movie He says I think it should be a movie about Steve Bruce writing the books, showing his creative process. (laughs) Like adaptation. But then a real murder happens, and everyone says, right, Brucey, he wrote a book about this sort of thing. So, and then Steve Bruce has to solve the... uh... So... Are we suggesting the real Steve Bruce is playing... Steve Bruce is playing Steve Bruce, who's writing Striker, and then a murder happens. So it's a slight... It's a different type of film.
1: It is a different type. Come back, Lee Ryan, all (laughs) is (laughs) forgiven.
3: James EYFS replies, I like the idea of Steve Bruce being the narrator that top and tails each film in the trilogy. We open Steve Bruce as Steve Barnes walks out of the training ground. He gets in, of course, into a jaguar E-pace. Steve moves to the times. He settles in for the drive home. He looks in the rearview mirror, breaking the fourth wall. Voiceover starts. That's it. My last day. I'm retired now. 50 long years at the top of British and European soccer. <laughs> I want to tell you all about my career. The highs, the lows and the murders. We zoom in to Steve's eyes as music vaguely reminiscent of The Bill plays. We pull out to a young Steve, Lee Ryan, driving his XJ8 over the Pennines. (laughs) I love that he's got Lee Ryan back in. (laughs) So uh, there's some examples. Um, Someone suggested Alex Bruce could play Steve Barnes. Oh, lovely. Can I leave you with one last uh, message from FS91? He's put... Daniel Day-Lewis may very well be managing a football league club already in preparation for the Steve (laughs) Barnes (laughs) role. Lovely. lovely,
2: (laughs) Perfect. A lovely
3: thought.
4: I'd I'd love to expand the casting. I'd love to sort of... I'm going to go on there and suggest this, but the entire ensemble from the uh, the novels. Yeah, I think that would be lovely. who, Who would you pick? Who are you casting for... Carberry for Julie for all of those people. Yeah, you know,
2: I might put another ask into the forum. If you were to develop a whole subplot as in, it, in like another franchise, oh what like like Joey, like, yeah, yeah, like Joey, yeah, like <laughs> J- <Franger>. Julie. <laughs>
4: Julie. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I mean, I think we've found the winner, but maybe there no,
3: is something. I think but... I'd have Carbury in prison, and he's managing the prison football team.
1: Oh! Um, what, what, yeah. do you think of that? That's good. Bit, yes. bit of a spoiler there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: the, the Duffy prequel. The Duffy prequel. That would be a sad film, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like Duffy growing up in Ireland. I
1: know, loaded with like sort of horrible moments of dramatic irony where someone <laughs> says you'll remember this when you're an old man. Oh <laughs>
3: God. Oh, no, 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 it really brought me
1: down. Oh no,
3: I tell you who'd be quite I mean, you could do a kind of Eastern European war film starring the caretaker.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't it. He's committing genocidal war crimes. You
3: could call it um you could call it Hotel
4: Leddersford. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch a sort of uh, gritty Ken Loach-style kitchen sink drama with those two brassy sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my darling.
3: Right, so uh, we enter chapter three. Uh, Steve Barnes has just been grilled by the police, and Sir Lawrence has then stormed in at the end. And we begin
2: chapter three. It took several hours to get matters sorted. Never in my life, either as a player or manager, have I answered so many questions in such a short time. Mm,
4: Okay He um, he was really bad at his um, driving theory (laughs) test
2: Just kept timing out Your driving theory test is 30 questions in about 5 minutes There's no
3: (laughs) way that Barnes hadn't passed before the introduction of the theory test (laughs) That's true Barnes would have passed at 17 100% After Sir
2: Lawrence The two detectives gave me a grilling They said there was no question at that stage Of my being charged with murder or anything else They needed to question others did Pat Duffy have any arguments with the players or members of staff? Chief Inspector Shannon asked. He was a quiet lad, newly arrived from Ireland. Which part of Ireland? The South. He was brought up on a farm. Did he threaten anyone? Sergeant Widdison asked. He isn't that kind of lad, I insisted. I was referring to Duffy as if he was still
3: alive. His oh. death? Well... It hadn't sunk in yet. I mean, we've got that because he's barely
1: spoken about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's why
3: he's able to breeze through
1: this situation so easily. (laughs) It wasn't mentioned once in chapter two. Do we
3: think there's an element that we think we're giving Bruce a disservice and... He's actually writing Barnes as someone who's in shock and unable to focus on the murder. So he's focusing on whether his wife's bought enough Camomile tea. Yeah.
1: I think that um there's a certain tenderness to him knowing, you know, a bit about Duffy's backstory and about growing up on a farm in admittedly yeah. the quite sort of general the south of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think he comes across quite sweet there?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think more than
2: normal, yeah. "'Nor for that matter had my situation seeped through to my brain. "'The police might be reassuring and polite, "'and Sir Lawrence might earlier have loudly protested my innocence, "'but the fact remained that I'd been with Duffy earlier in the morning "'and I'd been caught with the knife in my hand.' I could imagine the pleasure that Eddie Carberry would get from his version of events. Carberry spelt C A R B E R R Y. Carberry. I thought it was Carbury. Of course, this is the first time. This is the read first time it. I've actually seen his name spelled out on the text. Gonna, hey,
3: it's going to blow your
1: mind when you read Harry Potter.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Any other reactions, Chris? Is it in the font you imagined it would be? <laughs> you're not being as helpful as i
2: expected steve shannon said what the hell do you mean i exploded i'm talking to you now aren't i do you have a choice shannon asked quietly am i under arrest you're helping us with our inquiries but i'm not under arrest i persisted not yet sergeant widdowson said and there was menace in his voice i don't like threats i said i don't threaten others and i don't expect them to no threats, steve shannon said His voice remained calm and quiet. Yet I know that those who are quietest can be real tough guys. (laughs) I've seen it on the park. Players with faces like angels, but they can behave like assassins.
1: I read that and I thought, who who is the most? Well, the baby-faced assassin is Oleguer That's the obvious answer. But I think he's talking more about a sort of, you know, a rough tackler, really, yeah. than a sort of assassin in terms of popping up with goals. Yes, who's who's yeah. the who's who's the hard man with the kindest face? <laughs> Sergio Ramos is quite a nice looking, but he's not quiet though. No he's not uh, Yeah I I agree The the person Steve Barnes
4: Is describing Doesn't really exist
3: Yeah Yeah, I'd lose the face Of the angel Because I imagine Roy Keane's quite
4: quiet Yeah A brooding quiet Like David Batty If you remove The face of an angel
2: Poor skulls you know, he's like, just his, some of his tackles was were a horrific, bad but he's quiet.
3: Rather than a, 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 a he's got a thug. little angel
2: face, little chubby angel face, <laughs> but tough in the tackle.
1: I don't picture. Uh, he's You've seen of... that picture as well, have you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the boy. The boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this episode is brought to you by Hotels.com.
1: A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
3: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
2: Players with faces like angels, but they can behave like assassins. So why this rubbish that I'm not being helpful? You seem to be holding something back, Widdowson said, his voice suddenly harsh. I guess that these two were accustomed to playing the old interrogation game. <laughs> 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 the old interrogation game where you sit there and then different things come on the conveyor belt, you got to remember them. Hard man, soft man. Whitteson was the tough guy. The sergeant was something to prove. Can I just say, the expression is definitely
1: good cop, bad cop, <laughs> yeah, hard not man, hard man soft, man, soft man. Don't try and play hard man, soft man with me. <laughs> <laughs> which one of you is a hard man, which one of you is a soft man? <laughs> so Whitteson was
2: the tough guy. The sergeant was something to prove. I can't tell you what I don't know, I said. Remember, I am fairly new to the club myself. Your assistant, Shannon began. Eddie Carberry. Did he come from Threshfield with you? He's been here some time, Widdison explained. Widdison clearly read the sports pages first. No, he was here when I arrived. Did you see him this morning? Not till after the killing, I said. We usually meet up at the training ground. But you did see Pat Duffy, Shannon said. You saw Duffy earlier this morning. Yes, I arrived at the stadium early this morning. I always do. I plan to get some office work done before going to the training ground with the squad. So was Duffy a member of this squad, Shannon asked. Suddenly I realised that he had asked me these questions earlier. I actually just thought then... Am I reading the same page? I, I genuinely <laughs> was
4: about to say, Chris, are you, are you this on
2: the is the right chapter. Is this all the same? This is like within a for half an hour of him asking all these questions. I, it's not half
4: an hour. Like if it was half an hour, we'd have had three more cups of chamomile tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's
3: hours. It's ages. He's just checking if his story's changed, yeah, yeah. isn't he? Cause he's sad. He's had, never had so many questions over so many hours such a long period. Or
1: oh, I see. Right. Okay. They're he's really che- playing games with his mind. They take you, it in yeah. turns to sit down in his chair at his desk <laughs> as well, just to <laughs> really screw him over
3: <laughs>
1: Suddenly
2: I realised He had asked me These questions earlier He was deliberately Backtracking To check if I was Giving the same answers Good work <laughs> yeah, nice. Shannon Was a smart guy. I appreciated why he had risen to be chief inspector of detectives.
4: (laughs) 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 That is a nonsense, isn't it?
2: I am the chief inspector of detectives. This is a guy. Don't look at my badge. (laughs) Look at my badge. I played their game. I gave the same answers more than once. There was no problem. I was telling the truth. All I needed was to tell it like it was. The whole interview lasted two hours, but it seemed longer. Where are you going to be the rest of the week? Shannon asked. Here at the stadium or up at the training ground? Do you have a midweek match? Whitteson asked. The next game is Friday, I said, against Fulton. Are you traveling down Friday or Saturday? Whitteson asked. It's a home fixture here at the stadium. Why when you play Can away
3: to say, are what? we overlooking that Widdison sounds like Steve Barnes has written myself as a character? <laughs> <laughs>
4: And also, this guy's supposed to be a really tough interrogator. Steve's just told him the matches on Friday night and he's gone, Are you travelling down Friday or Saturday? Why would I be travelling on Saturday, the day after the game? <laughs> do do again? Well, also, yeah, isn't this guy
1: that always reads the sports pages first? Couldn't they know already what, the, what he, where they were playing this weekend?
2: Yeah, why is he asking about the fixture, trying to check out if the fixture story is legit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick, and he's pick he, up a
1: paper. He knows he's going to ask him again in five minutes' time I'll just check he <laughs> yeah. gives, gives the same answer.
2: You, you're right, Michael. He says the next game is. Friday, I said, against Fulton. And then Widdison says, are you travelling down Friday or Saturday? We arrived 24 hours after the game <laughs> has been
3: played. Yeah. Well, I think, A, I think as we can all confirm, that game would be called off. Hmm. <laughs> There's no way that game would go ahead.
1: Hmm. But B... Yeah, these, I, these days matches are called off if a couple of players get a cough. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but B... I think this plays into what we've discussed before, which we'll be interested to follow through, that he's had to go back and amend a game to Friday... And the game is on Friday for some reason of timing that he that let like, just because of the way the novel falls. Yeah, yeah.
2: you're right. He's, he's just and got so it was pro- possibly in
3: an earlier draft, and I can't believe there's more than one draft. <laughs> but it was possibly a Saturday game.
2: Um, why, when you play away, do you travel a day before the match? Shannon asked, and I could tell he was asking out of interest and not because he's a copper. We could travel on Saturday, but I find getting together... He's got it wrong there again, is not he? We yeah, could he's travel gone back
3: and he's replaced the first Saturday. <laughs> yeah. He's not read on. And
4: we could travel on Saturday, but I prefer not to forfeit the game from non-attendance. <laughs> 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 we could travel on Saturday, but
2: I find getting together at a hotel with a swimming pool allows me to relax the lads in many ways. Sounds like he's ranking them <laughs> off. <already. laughs> Okay. How, many other Thanks, more, how many
3: more ways? <laughs> Pop <laughs> a finger up there, Arsenal. <laughs> okay. Lux, a good manager, knows which player needs an arm around them <laughs> which one needs to.
2: I wonder if wants him out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> these working conditions are unacceptable <laughs> it's the exact peccadillo player we have to go to these games 24 hours <laughs> tug the whole squad
1: off some of the more tantric players they, they go down on Wednesday actually just to really just to really tease it out of them before the game <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god the next line's good relax Shannon said I would have thought you wanted to fire him up.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: <no. laughs> oh, no. okay. Shannon doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, calm
2: down, Shannon. The secret is to keep it simple, I said. Like Cluffy. Cluffy, Sergeant Widdison said. The famous manager, I told him. Derby County and Knott's Forest. His that aim... Is, you, that's his... He,
3: that's his biggest so pet. hate. People hate yeah. that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not but It's Nottingham Forest. His aim was always to keep things simple, whether coaching, fitness regimes, tactics, keep it simple, keep the ball on the ground. I've always been led to believe he was rude, defensive, and a bit of a megalomaniac, Shannon said. Do you take Brian Clough as your role model? Certainly not, I snapped. I was becoming tired of all this questioning. What worked for Brian Clough all those years ago might not work for me. Leddersford isn't Nottingham. And I'm not Brian Clough. Do you admire him?
1: Shannon probes.
3: (laughs) What is going on? He won two European Cups
1: in Nottingham Forest. Also, hasn't Steve... Steve has brought up Brian Clough. He, he, He brings him up. You know, was it, it, one of his classic sort of crowbars, and Shannon says, "Do you respect him?" and He goes, "Oh, enough of these Brian Clough questions." <laughs> <laughs> also, this interrogation
3: is no longer centered around the murder.
2: Yeah, they're trying to crack like, him. He with hasn't his knowledge brought
3: about- up OJ Simpson. He's brought up <laughs> Brian Clough, who's got nothing to do with murder.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it ain't famous in the OJ Simpson interrogation. They just asked about his American football career <laughs> for three hours, <laughs> trying to crack him. Um, is he a role model? In some ways, yes. He redefined the skills of football management. He collected enough silver to prove over and over again that his methods worked for him. They wouldn't work for me. I'm a different person. Finally, Shannon stood up and Widdowson followed suit. Where can we interview Eddie Carberry? Shannon asked. He has his own office, I said. As large and as well-appointed as this one? Shannon asked with a smile. Much smaller, I said. His smile made me feel more
3: relaxed.
2: <laughs> oh, Steve Both the room
3: itself and the desk he sits at. <laughs> 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 what? Has Steve Barnes said that is insanely petty.
4: So
2: petty. Well you don't like Eddie Carbury, do you, Widdison said. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. Outside of the club, well, we're not friends.
1: No, you yeah. do dislike. You absolutely hate <laughs> You've just made the point that both the room and the desk are smaller and that gives you satisfaction. I'd
3: say, were I to be put in a smaller room, I wouldn't demand the same size desk because I'd want. <laughs> you want everything in, in proportion. Yeah, I
4: mean... At this point in the story, I find both Carberry and Steve Barnes equally dislikable. Yeah, <laughs> they're petty. Yeah.
2: You don't like Eddie Carberry, do you, Woodison said. I don't like him, I don't dislike him. Outside of the club, well, we're not friends. Who are your friends? Chief Inspector Shannon asked. In this business, it's often hard to know, I replied. Who do you mix with socially? Shannon was moving to the door, but it was clear that the questioning was not finished. These guys knew how to put a man off guard. I'm a married man with two kids. That takes a lot of my leisure times. Sometimes, see my old mates from United. Yes, Shannon said. You live near Mulcaster, don't you? I nodded in agreement. We need to know where you are, Shannon said. I see you have a mobile phone. (laughs) I'll be at the club, on the training ground, or at home. I don't plan to go anywhere else, I paused. We have a home game on Friday evening. It's on Sky. I take it I can prepare for the game? If there have been no new developments, Shannon said. Like what? Wait...
3: Sorry, I thought they would go travelling to the game If I misjudged
2: No, them.
1: this is a home game And then they asked him anyway what they did before away oh, games they just care. they're just interested In the relaxation techniques <laughs> Yeah, sorry <laughs>
3: Do you reckon the away record's better than the home record? How good would the away record have to be for him to implement the, the same relaxation techniques before the home
1: games? Bringing all their wives in for a relaxation course in the summer. This is what you need to do the day before the game.
2: This
3: is what he likes. I take it I can prepare for the
2: game. If there have been no new developments, Shannon said, like what? A lot can happen in four or five days. Julie was at the door. Take Mr. Shannon and Mr. Whitteson to Eddie's office, I said. Eddie's gone, Julie said. Gone? Where? To the training ground. Did he say anything before he left, Shannon asked. Julie looked at me, almost seeking permission to answer truthfully. I nodded briefly. He said he had an important game to prepare for, Julie said. Anything else, I asked. She scratched her nose. She was reluctant to speak. Yes, Shannon probed. He said he was going to be busy now. Now, I queried, now that he's a caretaker manager, Julie said, now that he's in charge at Lettersford. Ooh. In charge, I shouted. We'll bloody see about that. I turned sharply. My mobile phone was on my desk, but I picked up the desk phone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: terrible. <laughs> What <laughs> uh, one to pick? <laughs> this, this is clearly one for the <laughs> desk phone. <laughs> so, what, what to make a call on its way out, confused? <laughs> I
2: dialed Carberry's mobile. It was some time before he answered. Yes, he said he knew full well who was calling he has my number in the phone's memory oh,
1: <laughs> so I, you go. <laughs> I also now that you've specified that distinction I picture on Carberry's phone it says Steve Barnes office <laughs> 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 um, where the hell are you I shouted with the
2: lads we're working on two against two routines. How to stop the opposition from ever scoring. ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's
2: it.
1: They if, will never if score. You, if you train long enough, you will be able to stop the opposition ever scoring. That's, We've that's got the, until Friday. Do you
3: reckon we'll <laughs> That's
1: the vain delusion of an assistant manager so, who's been promoted.
2: I'm confused about what's happening
3: because Duffy's...
2: winning the, the first Ryan football
1: if you could do that?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Team have never been, never conceded a goal. You
3: know why it is? They've been practicing two on two. If you're Barnes in that scenario and the assistant
2: goes, We'll stop the opposition from ever scoring, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> if you think you can, you know, if this is a productive use of your time, I you're trying to frame me for a murder. <laughs>
3: I love Not Australia
2: You should ever scoring. <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go Oh Barnes has figured it out You can never prevent The other side From scoring all the time I said <laughs> no. You should know that Better than most players I added Now Alan Hanson Liverpool and <laughs> Scotland Once said That a goal scored Is bad defending But he may have had His tongue In his cheek for all his quiet approach, Alan has quite a wicked sense of humour. <laughs> and a very low golf handicap, <laughs> as I know well enough. <laughs> Fuck
1: off. <But> most partridge <laughs> sentences in the entire series. <laughs> <century. That is laughs> <awesome. Yeah, laughs> so, what did Hansen say? Hansen said that every goal scored. I don't know this quote. Alan Hansen's view is
4: every goal. Can be prevented. Mm. Yeah, he's very much from the, <laughs> the <Carberry>. school. <laughs> <Yeah>. football <laughs> philosophy.
2: Absolutism yeah. when it comes
3: to defensive training. How thick is Carbery? <laughs> like. I- How thick is Steve Barnes making it?
1: He's either a genius or a total wally. (laughs) Watching Match of the Day in the 90s and Hansen always saying, a bit short on on two-on-two this team. (laughs) (laughs) We've been doing a bit more two-on-two this week. They've clearly not been doing their wall passing. (laughs) (laughs) We're just about to leave,
2: Eddie Carberry said. Good, come straight back to the stadium, I commanded, and look bloody sharpish. I slammed the telephone down into its cradle. That was a mistake. In my words and my actions in the last five minutes, I had proved to Shannon and Widdersen that I was capable of a bad temper. That both had noticed this, I did not doubt. The chairman wants to speak to you, Steve. Again, alone. He's been fuming all morning. The <laughs> artist, there's been a murder on the premises and his emotion is just Fuming. fuming. <laughs> <laughs> I could well understand why. Chief Inspector Shannon had been a bit short with Sir Lawrence earlier. He had come close to telling the chairman to go away and wait his turn for an interview. Sir Lawrence does not take kindly to such behaviour, no matter how politely it is presented. Tell him to give me 15 minutes, I said. Julie pulled a face. He's been very patient, Steve. Yes, and so has Harry Pickles and the boys and girls from the fourth estate. (laughs) The fourth what? The press, I
1: smiled. (laughs) That was something I learned at school. Oh, (laughs) no. I think I remember learning the phrase the fourth estate from reading this the first time around. The press, I smiled. That was something I learned at school.
2: Which school did you attend, Shannon asked, ever inquisitive. This interrogation is really going on. Uh, It's (laughs) (laughs) wide-reaching. A comprehensive in Newcastle, I told him. Do you want to know my final results? He shook his head and almost smiled. I was pleased he did not take up on me with the matter of my GCSEs. My results were not the best in the school, mind you. There must. This this net said. I'm going to read exactly what it says. Mind you, there must be many of my schoolmates who wish they had made it in senior soccer. <laughs> Fire. Um can I just uh, it's quite unfortunate to get that wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> talking about his school grades <laughs> the fuck
3: my grammar and spelling up that bad <laughs> <laughs> do you think um, I know this is a small point but would Brucey not have done um, O levels yeah sorry such a boring thing
1: to pick <laughs> up on It is true.
3: I spoke first to Harry
2: Pickles, who's shown a lot of patience over the last five hours of interrogation. He was
3: full of good sense and sympathy. Can I just say also, I think Harry Pickles
1: is a really vivid choice of name. I find it quite hard to take him seriously every time he comes up, (laughs) to be honest, because he sounds like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can picture Harry Pickles I'm not I'm telling you What I'm not picturing Is him getting poached By the athletic (laughs) (laughs) But he would do
3: because if Letters for the... Ma- they like to have the main yeah. journalists. So
1: Pickles would be the first on the list at The Athletic. I think they like to have the main objective journalist. Not <laughs> <Or> some local <laughs> hick in the manager's pocket.
2: <laughs> Pickles, I think, would have retired by right now and The Athletic would do a deal. He'll do one article a
3: month. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll wheel him out. And he'd, he'd, do, he'd do two months of good articles and then he's really struggling. He'd do an 8,000-word think piece on Julie. Yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 We'd all share religiously on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really picturing someone like Timothy Spall for, for Harry yeah. Pickles like a sort of but like playing a kind of yeah. a kind of like a slightly greasy ageing yeah. sort of yeah. Sick, yeah. a, yeah. a really sycophant really, yeah. yeah in an old trench coat yeah.
3: maybe with some quite thick glasses yeah like, and a
4: really old like a old, really old Morris Metro or Ford, yeah. a Ford yeah. Cortina yeah. or something that's barely alive these Spall is perfect casting for Pickles who's the uh, who are you thinking for Sir Lawrence Nicholas Parsons Ooh. yeah see I I think Sir Lawrence would be your uh, your A list sort of ho- your Hollywood cameo. I-, I think I think Sir Lawrence would be the uh, the and casting at the end. Oh, so you'd yeah, have a love and it would be And, and Sir Anthony Hopkins <laughs> as Sir Lawrence. Oh,
3: yeah. good. Yeah.
1: Charles Dance is who I was thinking. Oh Charles Dance. Is great. Charles Dance that's
3: would be a great. great shout. <laughs> what about um Julie? Who are you having to play Julie? Martin McCutcheon. <laughs> 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 yeah, um. <laughs> Olivia Colman for me um. Do you think there's enough for Colman to get her teeth into? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah she'd, she'd say it without the words
1: <laughs> you say, the, the, the pack is outside It could mean the biscuits or the press Keep it ambiguous <laughs> Turn with your eyes
4: <laughs> Who are you having for car break? I yeah. think someone like Stephen Berkhoff no, oh, yes.
3: Wow. Do you think he's a bit
4: posh? I think he could play it rough.
1: Burkoff could.
4: burkoff has got range.
1: <laughs> he's got the versatility, yeah. Josh. I would... <laughs> Paddy Considine? Oh, no, I, I, I was thinking... Aged up. and aged I think, I think Stephen
3: Graham would be good as Carbre. Yeah. Oh, as well, as I could
1: see Stephen Graham as
3: Harry Pickles in a, in a way. <laughs> that yeah. playing, playing a off of type. A cool way to Stephen, do...
2: Stephen Graham. <laughs> yes. but, well, no, we've got Martin McCutcheon as Julie here. God that's not talking about wasted talent <laughs> <laughs> imagine if we got if we pulled that off that would be which one which do you one? think you could convince Stephen Burkhoff to do it I reckon no. you could get him for a day
3: if you had if you
4: could convince any of them who would you well Stephen Graham likes football yeah I think he's too credible an actor though yeah he's been directed by Scorsese like, you know. <laughs>
3: well good to reunite them <laughs> 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 oh, right, sorry. Right.
2: Harry Pickles He was full of good sense and sympathy I told him what had happened Again I told it exactly like it was No embellishments No spinning or twisting I had done nothing to be ashamed of Certainly I had not put a knife In young Pat Duffy's back I'll make it look as good as I can Steve
1: Harry said
4: Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> <Facts Thanks. laughs> fuck off <laughs> so wet get yeah, back
1: onto your feet it, Harry. simply not
3: a journalist
1: <laughs> yeah but, particularly like, it's one thing if it's like a, you know a, a defeat but like a murder like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, d- d- don't worry I'll make sure
4: I can't polish
2: a chair but I'll chuck some glitter on it for
4: you Steve and also we're assuming that Harry Pickles is now covering the sort of lead murder inquiry He's a local letter They're not, they're not yeah. sending him Also
3: If I was Steve Barnes I'd go Harry Just to be very clear Your influence On this murder inquiry Is fuck all Like How, remember, how you wrote it up Means nothing to me Harry Quick word on this headline
2: Is all men die Really the <laughs> line We should be taking on this
3: <laughs> It's a bit of a tragedy Duffy dies of natural causes. <laughs>
2: In other news, missing knife at Lettersford HQ. (laughs) Uh, I'll make it look as good as I can, Steve, Harry said. Thanks, Harry. I shan't forget. Who do you think did it? Eddie? I shook my head. Off the record, Harry? Sure, he replied. Eddie's a jealous man. When I came here, he saw himself being made redundant. Again, at his age, that's a hard pill to swallow,
3: Harry. Oh, Fair enough, I'll remove Stephen Graham because I didn't realise he was older, Eddie yeah. Carberry.
2: Okay. Yeah, weathered. That's a hard pill to swallow, Harry. But murder? I shook my head once more. Eddie? I can't believe it. Then who was the murderer, Harry asked... Duffy didn't commit. Harry (laughs) Kirry. Harry Kirry's the front, isn't it? Harry Kirry's where you cut your bowels open. Also, I'm surprised he knows Harry Kirry. I wouldn't even think he'd know how to go in the encyclopedia and find that. Um,
3: sorry, Sheen. For (laughs) God's sake. (laughs) For which role? Carver. I'd have oh, Keane nice. for Bruce Barnes. I'd mean, yeah. have Keane for Barnes. I think it's too, yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's too similar to cast him in a Yorkshire-based
4: football. Yeah. I think yeah. Brendan Gleeson is a good shout, actually, for, for, Steve for Bruce. Barnes. For Bruce. Bruce. Barnes. Yeah. 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 Sort of slightly portly, carries yeah. where you go. Yeah, I could, I could believe you were a centre back in the eighties and nineties. <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah, good casting. Duffy Duff- didn't commit Harry Kiry. That's Harry Kirry. <laughs> that's for sure. I said, <laughs> where is he now? Harry asked. Driving back from the training. Harry gar- Pickles or Harry Kirry.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is an intentionally confusing bit of dialogue. Duffy didn't commit Harry Kirry. That's for sure. I said. Where is he now, Harry? Harry asked. Driving back from the training ground. I said. I spoke to him five minutes ago on the phone. No, not Eddie Carbury. Harry explained. I mean, where is Pat Duffy? I shook my head in disbelief for several hours while being questioned. I'd hardly thought of Pat Duffy. I assumed his body was still on the floor of the locker room. I suppose the police are with his body, I said. There'll be a scene of, the, a scene of crime officer. They'll be taking dabs, Harry said, meaning fingerprints. And DNA, I shouldn't wonder. They're
4: all in there doing MDMA.
1: Don't you know that's what happens? Dabbing at the scene.
2: They'll be taking dabs, Harry said, meaning fingerprints. And DNA, I shouldn't wonder. I said. That should lead straight to the killer. It will eliminate you, Steve, Harry said seriously, but it might not flush out the murderer. Why not? I asked. Because the murderer might not be part of the Leadersford setup. It could be someone from outside. If so, how did they get in? I asked. There's a, there's a strong lock on reception. <laughs> there's a strong lock. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining like a big four foot lock. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one of those old ch- there's a chub It's a, a chub there's a strong lock there's well, a strong lock on reception can I ask you we've all worked in places have you ever been aware of the strength of the lock on reception <laughs> um, there's a strong lock on reception don't I know it Harry said
2: ruefully what? what does
1: that
4: mean what does that mean <laughs> You're trying to break
3: it I suppose it's like he's there trying to get a story and yeah. <laughs> I see. Julie, I like Julie's turned the key <laughs> <laughs> well Harry I said with
2: determination there's one thing I know for sure I didn't do it I checked my wristwatch Look, Harry, I have to box. talk to Sir Lawrence. You understand, don't wrist you?
3: Wristwatch is a weird. <laughs> I know you could accuse us of taking it apart too much, but no one refers to it as a wristwatch. I checked my watch.
4: Sorry, just to clarify, Chris, is that his fucking watch? Or <laughs> or his wristwatch Or the wall clock? The, the grandfather clock I <laughs> keep on my back.
2: <laughs> I checked my wristwatch. Look, Harry, I have to talk to Sir Lawrence. You understand, don't you? Harry stood up. He nodded his understanding.
1: Thanks for the exclusive, Steve.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, no.
1: The whole conversation was off the record as well. <laughs> and that is why
3: Pickles is a
2: good journalist. He's there. Sure, there's a bit of tragedy, but he's got the
1: exclusive. Yeah. What is his exclusive there, then? <laughs> there's there's, Matt, there's <laughs> a lot <lock> of <on>
3: conversation.
1: <laughs> Local stadium as secure as ever. <laughs> Harry Pickles, Meddersford <laughs> Enquirer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: At that very moment, Sir Lawrence Brooke entered my office. My patience is not inexhaustible, Steve, he said. Like I told you, the chairman is an educated guy who knows how to use words. (laughs) (laughs) Harry is just leaving, I replied. The chairman was not shouting as he had been earlier in the morning, yet I could tell from his face and his voice that he was still a very angry man yeah. well, and his eyes of gone. course <laughs> he was angry at the whole turn of events no doubt and someone needed to do a lot of explaining that someone was me exclamation mark end of chapter <laughs> oh.
4: wow with an exclamation so I that's love- a nice flourish
3: I love that. Yeah, the two chapters have ended with Lawrence Brooke getting walking in angry in a row.
1: Fucking hell! What is going on? That's here? what I mean.
4: You read that part as an A-list actor, and you're like, okay, every scene is dynamite. I'm not in it much, but when I'm here, it counts.
1: Come in, use a three-syllable word. We'll leave again. The next chapter. Um,
2: thoughts on that chapter? Great to get a bit more texture of Harry Pickles. Yeah. Um, interesting that Steve Barnes knows that Steve Bruce knows about Harry Kirry. And the relaxation of players. Clearly, yeah. really very important. I, it as was, I think
3: it's an interesting situation, that chapter. I think I'd hope the next chapter, because I can't obviously remember, isn't. A further two-hand dialogue in his office. Yeah, Yeah, because as I said before, it's getting easier and easier to stage as a play. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it would be it would be described as a bit staged. If I review, I think this. And you know, I did I did look at my wristwatch a couple of times. It it was you know, it wasn't all gripping.
3: Yeah, I'd say that's the weakest chapter so far, and he needs to kick it on. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Next month we will find out how he kicks it on. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, so we'll be back uh, next month with a new chapter in 2021. Wow. Wow. What will it hold for us? I tell you what it will hold. Eight more chapters of Steve Bruce. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Robbie Slater. See you later. So there we go,
2: another chapter of Striker in the bag. And if you want to just binge all these episodes in a row, we've got the first two books, and we're really doing this to celebrate the fact that the third book is getting completed before we end Quickly Kevin. And don't forget, there are loads of episodes. We've been doing two bonus episodes a month for years. So if you really love Quickly Kevin, there is so much extra content on the Quickly Kevin fan club that you've probably never heard. To sign up, go to anotherslice.com forward slash quickly Kevin, or just go on your Apple podcast app and chuck us a subscribe on that. We'll see you next week. Robbie Slater, see you later.